podcast is part of the Sports Social Podcast Network. Hello everybody and welcome to the Dream Team Tonic Podcast, where we talk all things Dream Team, helping you to win your mini leagues. Before we start, hit that like button, hit that subscribe and notch the bell, make sure you get notified every time a new podcast lands. If you do want more content or just to show your support for the Dream Team Tonic lads, head over to patreon.com forward slash Dream Team Tonic, uh, the link is in the description below. We offer access to an amazing Discord, exclusive articles, fixture easies, live question and answers and much more all to help improve you as a Dream Team Manager. Without further ado, I hand you over to me, Tony, for today's podcast. Enjoy, and thanks for your support. Hello, hello, hello. Here we are, episode 96 of the Dream Team Tonic podcast. I'm Tony, and with me this week, we've got the usuals. James has returned, and Ben, ever-present, you there, mate? Hey mate, all right? All good. Yeah. James? I'm here, Tony. You're back? Uh, well, I was here last week. Um, <laughs> I only missed one week, you know. <laughs> you were only here last week, were you? I was. <laughs> Fergie, Fergie, Fergie last week. James was Oh, yeah, James no, was... I did have a week. Oh, God, I'm losing it. Yeah, yeah, you're right. <laughs> you thought, I thought I was losing it then. I thought, I'm a bit over last week, but I weren't, I weren't pissed. Um, oh. <laughs> yes, good to have you back, mate. After a, a week off, um, yeah. If you've just um, if you just heard the little intro there, that's uh, that's <laughs> that's to save me keep forgetting to to plug the YouTube, plug the uh, Patreon. So yeah, um, we've got an exciting exciting little trial coming up, a free trial for our patron uh, starting on the sixth sixth of Feb. Uh, Monday the 6th of Feb, we're going to give seven days free access um, to everything that the Dream Team Tonic podcast patron has to has to offer. Uh, obviously, you get the access to the Discord, which is absolutely brilliant. Um, helps everybody out. Uh, some good chat on there. A lot of top managers helping each other out. You get early access to the podcast. Usually, well, I mean, we've been pretty prolific recently. It's usually on the night that we actually record. Um, usually the podcast goes up um, we've got the player watch list the tonic watch list uh, we've got live Q&A chats in there we've got all the exclusive articles that we write for the hub with the Dream Team Tonic Relay uh, 11 uh, we've got Ben's fixtures which is a massive help through the month from month to month um, helping you out with the, the quantity and quality of fixtures uh, we've got uh, special special articles from uh, Matt Woolley who uh Throw some of his uh, opinions out in Woolly's Waffle, which is really good. Um, there's, there's a lot of a lot of fresh stuff just come in recently, so it's a good time to give a free trial and and a good time for everyone to find out what we're all about. So if you are just listening on YouTube, Spotify, uh, or through the hub, and you and you do want to just show your support or or, or see see what what more you could get out um, of Dream Team Tonic, then uh, yeah, head over to Patreon.com forward slash Dream Team Tonic. The link will be in the description 
um, get yourself over there and 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 have a have a mooch. So with that being said, straight across, lads, we're gonna um, we're gonna start with you, James. Seeing as you're off last week, so let's have a gander at how your team's done this week so far and uh, what what you've done with your last transfers and and obviously maybe your new transfers. Yeah, so not too bad this week. Twenty four points. Um... I brought in uh, with, with my last transfers. Of, um, I had left. I had four transfers left over. Um, James, so James, I did, um, hmm? James, you've actually got uh, thirty-two points because Kane's <laughs> points aren't on there. <laughs> do you know what that is? The that's that's that the is. website for you. I, I noticed you before we put it on. Got to do a hard refresh on the page to yeah. get it to update. Yeah. Um, so congratulations. <laughs> I've got 32 points this week. <laughs> um, my transfer, the, the, I had some transfers left over. So Thursday, on Thursday night, um, I got rid of um, three of my Newcastle defenders and brought in Man United defenders. Uh, that went well. Um, <laughs> uh, well, yeah, but obviously, like Ben's alluding to, there is another fixture for Man United. Um, yeah. Um, against Leeds in midweek. So I'm hoping they get a clean sheet there. So I did Shah to Martinez, Botman to Shaw, and Byrne to Wambasaka. That was before I knew that Dallow was um, going to be on the bench, of course. To, yeah. um, so he'll be back soon, potentially eating into Wambasaka's time. But I don't see him. They're going to, surely they'll ease him back, you know, but we'll see. Um, I also switched Son. My my one my one my one week punt from last week son back to Kane, which was quite quite fortunate, because um, obviously Kane scored today. Um, and then with the with, with the first transfer of my new allowance, I got rid of Almiron and brought in um, Fernandez, and that so that worked out quite well. So yeah, yeah um, thirty two points this week. So I've got four United defenders now. I've got De Gea, Martinez, Shaw, Wambasaka. Nil Poir from all them. I kept Trippier for now, although Newcastle don't have as many fixtures. I'm, I'm still debating whether I'm going to keep him or not. He just keeps tricking along with those points. That's the trouble. Um, but um, in midfield, Mara's got me nothing. Fernandez got me 13. Odegaard got zero. Up front, um, Kane and Rashford got me eight points each. And uh, Harlan got me nothing. Um so yeah, not thirty-two points. I'm not too displeased with that. Could be, could have been a lot better if that some yeah. um, United clean sheet had come in. Mm. Yeah, decent. Um, yeah. So, what are you thinking about uh, doing with Trippier then? Do you know what? I don't know. Um, I'm reluctant to take him out. Mm. Um, I don't know. What do you think, Ben? What you, have you you've, have you still got? Have you got rid of all your trippiers? No, I've, I stuck with some of them because um, I had my eye on Kevin De Bruyne, but um, because it's only one for one this week, and I thought Newcastle had the better fixture, I've I've held on to Trippier and pretty much most of my teams. Um, but next week, when Man City have a double game week, and then they've got double game weeks from there on, and Newcastle only have single game weeks. I probably will be moving to Kevin De Bruyne. Mm. Even though he's benched today, yeah. I think he'll be back in the team next week. 
can't can't miss can't play with that and can they really? No. It is odd that he's not he's not getting he didn't start today. He didn't mm. start the last game against Spurs, I think I saw someone say. I don't know why, because he's mm. clearly they needed him today. Um, as soon as he came on he created more chances than anybody else in the match. Yeah. Yeah, yeah crazy one. But you can never read Pat, can you? You don't know what's gonna happen. You don't know what's gonna happen. Um yeah, 32 points. Nice, James. Um, I matched that, 32 points. Uh, a little bit of a, a, little bit of a di- different route, though, because I went without Kane. So I had De Gea in the net, uh, zero points. Uh, Wan-Bissaka, zero points. Shaw, zero points. Um, I kept Dan Byrne and Trippier. I got eight points and three points. Um, I didn't want to smoke too many transfers early doors. De Bruyne, zero points, who brought in. Um, Fernandez, 13 points, nice haul. Almer on zero points. Rashford, eight points. Howe on zero points. And another transfer in, and Ketia, uh, zero points. Uh, had a bit of a punt on him in quite a few sides, actually. Probably four or five sides I brought him in. For, I, I, it was hard because obviously we Dicino going into <laughs> Everton. It were, I've got an Arsenal supporting mate, and and he were a bit worried of you know new man, manager bounce and Everton being at home. The fans were up for it. And to be fair to Everton, they played really well, really, really well. They nullified Arsenal pretty much. He had a few opportunities in Ketia. I thought he might have snuck a goal, and then I wanted him for the double next week. Um, I was trying to be a little bit different, um, especially my top side. Because we were 11th before the week started. I just thought Nketia could, if he could get a couple of goals, two or three goals over the next three games, be a good differential and probably fire me up more like fifth and fourth position. Uh, it didn't pay off so far. I'll just monitor that going forward. Um, yeah, Trippier. Uh, I think I held him in. I don't think I took him out on one side. I think he's in. If he's in my side, uh, in the majority of my sides, he's probably in. But if he's in there, I don't think I took one of him out. Because although he might have the fixture volume, he is an absolute magnet for that star man. Um, and obviously, getting a three, he got three points this week. I think he'll just tick along nicely. There's a lot of money tied up there, though. And, and if it comes push to shove... And obviously, like you said, Ben, you, you're looking at De Bruyne. Yeah. There's probably not another defender you could switch in for De Bruyne because of the value of him. Uh, he, he's obviously quite expensive. So, yeah, if something like that comes along, then obviously Trippier will be gone. But until that, I'm happy to just tick along with him uh, with a majority United block. Um, but yeah, not too bad. 32 points so far. 13.50 total, this podcast team, uh, which is 12.7k. So not too bad, not too bad. How's yours doing, Ben? Um, I got the same amount of points as you two, thirty-two points. <laughs> but you, like you said, you you went a different route. You got Dan Burns eight, and we mm. got Kane's eight. Um, so I did a transfer on Thursday, and I sold Dan Burns, <laughs> 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 and then he's gone and got Starman. But long term, um, 
Man United, I've got Luke Shaw in for Dunburn. Um, longer term, Man United's got eight fixtures to yeah. Newcastle's four so this month. So Definitely. I would imagine it'll eventually mount up. Luke Shaw had his assist stolen off him. God, yeah, God. <laughs> we'll touch on that later anyway. I, I think there's been a question asked about it. Yeah. Um, and then I did two transfers this week. Um, Martinez in for share. Uh, and Joe Linton out for Harry Kane, so I was happy with that. Seeing yeah. Joe Linton was back in midfield, playing the uh, like up and down the pitch role, you know, getting about yeah. tackling. So he, he was playing left wing before, weren't he? But now he's back in midfield because of the injury. To oh, sorry, uh, Bruno was suspended. That's it. Yeah. Bruno Gimarish. Um, yeah, so. I saw that and I thought oh, I've got to get Harry Kane in any game, any time. Yeah, he'll score in it, so got him in, and he's he's given me eight points. Um, so for Man United at the back now, De Gea, Shaw, Martinez, Wambasaka, Trippier still in there for now. Like I said, I've got me on Kevin De Bruyne for next week. Um, might do that move. Fernandez, thirteen points. Almiron. Zero points, Mares zero points, Rashford eight, Haaland zero, Kane eight. Um, this is team is now twenty six k, so it's gone up again. Yeah, it's getting up there. Um, my best team is eight hundred and seventy centieth, so that's that's dropped down two hundred this week because I left Feg Feg horse in that one because of the two <laughs> games. I thought I'll give him the two games. Got a double game week, but yeah, that he's got to come out now. Definitely, get a hat trick against Leeds. I hope so. <laughs> I hope so. Then I still sell him. <laughs> <laughs> if Kane's got a double game week next week, I'm definitely bringing him in for Vegost. Yeah, I see you boys both have kept hold of Miggy. Are you not thinking of getting rid of him? Definitely. Yeah, he's yeah. the other transfer. I'll be probably bringing in a Man City defender. Um, because City have got the same amount of games as United now, so I might edge my bets bringing Ake or Akanji or even Lewis, but probably not. Probably not Lewis yet. Not. I don't need to save on the funds, and I like Ake a bit more because of his attacking potential. Yeah, good goal threat, Ake. Mm. Uh, for me, know? Almiron is probably going to go uh, to Mares. Mm. Uh, unlucky not to score today. It's an undecided bar. Yeah. Um, good effort. Yeah, Almiron's definitely quit out. Quit out for me. I see Lewis was. Um, if you look at the ratings for the Spurs City game, he was so close to getting a seven. Um, closer oh, yeah. than any of the other defenders I noticed. Um, because so I, I thought it was interesting. You said. I'm not going to go Lewis yet. Is that are you not worried worried that you might be overthinking it because he's because he's cheaper? Or do Possibly. You think it's just more, uh, more, go on, carry on. Is it more? Is it more to do with um? You think he's more rotation prone? Well, yeah, but today he played the full ninety, didn't he? So yeah, yeah. He may, maybe maybe he's not. Uh, Walker somehow got back in the team, <laughs> so <laughs> I think he's in front of Walker. I think uh, yes. Yeah, they're the three that um, I'm looking at if I would go to a Man City block. 
Yeah. They're the three. Mm. Don't seem yep. to be in them cleans at the minute, do they? City. One of them. One of them. It's a tricky one. Right. It's time for the listeners' questions. Let's uh, get involved in all the uh, the things that people want us to talk about. Eh? <laughs> <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. Don't need to go all stagnant. Um, so, yeah. Right. First up, we've got quite a few questions on Casemiro. Obviously, I think you were quite a popular transfer this week. Without looking at the transfers in, I'm pretty sure there were quite a lot of people that brought him in. Um, because he, he's one, he's cheap, he's got all of the games, he's got the fixture volume, he's an attacking threat, he's a seven, a seven rated magnet, he's he's got a bit of everything, and then he goes and does this to us, and this is dream team all over, isn't it? So, we've got a few questions. Go on, sorry, James. I was gonna say, he's actually the top transferred in player this week with <laughs> over 22,500 people. Oh, in. Jesus Christ. <laughs> yeah, I mean that doesn't surprise me. I've not looked at that, but it's, yeah, I mean it was it's pretty obvious he had everything going for him. Um, John Cameron on Twitter, Casemiro to Matoma, only just put him in and he gets a red card. Thinking Matoma for the next three games. What's our thoughts? Um, Lee Hooper again. Is there an argument for owners to hold Casemiro? He has a three-game ban, but he's locked in for the first week now. So obviously one of them games. He's uh, already rode this week, so it's a case of removing him for the two fixtures lost. And Aman has also asked about Casemiro, saying, who's the best replacement? So we'll delve into a bit of everything on there, James. What do you think? Um, Matoma, good option? Well, but the, the problem there, of course, is that um, Brighton have only got three fixtures, and that... Generally, I go for fixture volume, but but the counter argument to that is he's bloody scoring every game nearly. <laughs> so so I can see why someone would be thinking of Matoma. Um, Brighton have got Crystal Palace away, Fulham at home, and then Stoke yeah. away in the cup. Um, yeah, I mean that that's they're not bad fixtures, are they? Either um, whether he plays at Stoke away, I don't know because. Um, they might rotate in the in the cup, um, so it might only be two fixtures. So it's a tricky one. I mean, in that sort of price bracket, I think I, if you haven't got Odegaard, you, he's probably the one to to bring in. Although he he didn't play very well for Arsenal against uh, Everton and got subbed off, which was quite a surprise. Yeah. But he wasn't having a great day. I think a bad day at the office for uh, as one of our patrons said for Odegaard. Yeah, um, yeah, tricky one that. Um, I'd like to hear what Ben thinks because uh, he's he's Mister Fixture Guru. Um. <laughs> <laughs> we all rely on Ben for fixtures. Um, well, like you said, he's he's on fire at the moment, isn't he? Yeah, eighty-one points since um, game game week twelve. In the last nine game weeks, he's scored eighty-one points. Only two blanks since the World Cup, so he's on fire. But then you've got the counter-argument. Casemiro doesn't actually blank any weeks. He blanks in the league, but he doesn't blank in Europe. And he'll be back for the Carabao Cup final. Hey. So, mm. um, yeah, it could. It, 
they are t- they are tough games in Europe. These are playing Barcelona, so they're the two games, and then they play Newcastle. So, but the Real really, Madrid, X Real Madrid, you'd love a goal against Barcelona. Yeah. Wouldn't you? You probably love to kick them as well or struggle. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But yeah, um Mitoma is a good shout because um Brighton are still in the FA Cup. They've got a nice game against Stoke. And they've also got three games to rearrange. Yeah. Um so they play they've got to rearrange Bournemouth away, Palace at home, Newcastle away. And they've got quite a few gaps in the calendar. So they could somehow be put in. Um, you need to uh, refer to Ben Krellin for the uh, when these games will be putting in because he's he's the uh, FPL fixture guru. But um, yeah, um, that could be a possibility. So that's do, interesting. Do we not touch on it last week with Fergie that it will looking likely to be early March mm. for the yeah. first of the rearrangements? Mm. It kind of discounted. Any of February's weeks to be any of them games to be put in because mm. they're all looking at that thinking you've got three re- rearrangements. If Brighton can get a couple of them thrown in with their form, and obviously Alan Thomas playing, they, I mean, it's a great option then. If he had the fixture volume, even if he only had five or six games, he's definitely, I mean, he's a massive option. Yeah. Um, scoring for fun. I, mean, I think he's. I think he's. If you're going to put him in, he's going to be your fourth choice midfielder at the moment. For, for yeah. Me. Uh, yeah. Of course. There's a bit obvious at the minute. You got Mares, De Bruyne, and Fernandez. For me, they're the, the the front, the first three. And then there's like, there's obviously Arsenal are going to be in Europa League next month in March yeah, and West Ham. Yeah. They're, so, they're gonna. Yeah. So um, they're going to be playing in the last sixteen. So. They're going to have extra games. So, you like, you've got Saka and Odegaard as well, like you just mentioned. Odegaard's probably about the same, similar price as uh, Casemiro. And then you've got yeah. Bowen at West Ham, who's been on a bit of form recently, been playing a bit further forward. So, um, yeah, they, they could be interesting options. But, like like you say, look at Hoiberg. He just keeps pulling points out of, it, out of nowhere. <laughs> he got 10 points today. Yeah. So, Hoiberg's got uh, three star mans, five goals and five assists, 96 points. And he's seventh on the midfielders' rankings now and the point scoring. Just beyond Crazy. Foden now. So it's just... And obviously, European games coming up. Start yeah. doubling the Spurs, so... I just can't pick Hoiberg. I don't know. Just I don't know. Just He doesn't come into my... <laughs> Every time I think, oh, nah, nah, nah. And he, did, he just pops up again with an assist yeah. or a goal. Well, it's a bit like Casemiro, really, isn't it? I mean, he yeah, yeah, he's doing the same. He's um, supposed to be a defensive midfielder, but um, but he's he's not. He's a, he's more than that. Um, I think mm. he he does like to get forward, doesn't he? And he's shown some pretty good goal scoring prowess this year. Yeah, and Spurs have been crap, <laughs> so that's why I don't want to pick Spurs players. But have they turned a the corner now? Mm. Mm. Yeah, so it's a really good point you make, though, Ben on. Casemiro saying because obviously people just start writing him off for the next three games but he will play in Europe yeah. so obviously you're losing him for midweek this week definitely because you can't do anything then, about you that. can't move him on mm. obviously he's going to miss the weekend game yeah. um, but he, he will be playing 
in midweek yeah. against Barcelona, surely. Yeah. Um, so yeah, so he's going to have one. Basically, he's playing one game weeks, isn't he? He's playing yeah. one game a week. So it's not as urgent as some people might feel. Um, if you fancy Casemiro, once his bands up from the uh, leading in, on into March, then yeah, you could you could hold that transfer and just write it off as if you've got an Almer on who's only playing once a week or such a player like that. Um, yeah. Yeah, United are still in the FA Cup as well, so there could be more fixtures in the future for United. And if yeah. they obviously qualify from Europe uh, against Barcelona, the, the, it's like you might be looking for Casemiro again in the future. So it's yeah. not that's not so bad because he's still playing every week if he gets picked. Obviously, I don't know yeah. if uh, Ten Hag might be fed up with him. Now. <laughs> he got he got that booking against Arsenal, didn't he? He missed the match. Oh, sorry, uh, the game before Arsenal, yeah. he missed the Arsenal match. I, I, it was it's so soft. I, I I think they could have sent off if they were going to send him off for that. Yeah, I thought they should have sent off four of them because yeah. I, I think there are a couple of like incidents or little moments that were worse than Casemiro grabbing his throat because I I thought he's literally the picture looks worse than what it is because it, it seems he's just holding Will Hughes away from him. I know it looks like he's strangling him. I think Will Hughes was pretty persistent trying to get towards him and he's just held him off. Mm. And there were a, a slap from Fred. There was there was all other things. And Slup, obviously, he knew what he was doing, nailing Anthony down in that corner, throwing him off the pitch. Anthony being a little dickhead, just doing his tricks and whatever else he does, just, you know, rowing the team up. And it all could have been avoided. I definitely don't think he should have been a red card for Casemiro. Definitely not. I think it, they should have just wrote it off as handbags. VAR should have stayed out of it. Uh, there was nothing serious happened there. There was nobody too upset with all the antics. It should have just been left alone. Did you see the... Um, for, there was a different camera angle where it didn't look like he had his... His, his, his hands were quite high because he has those big black gloves on. It didn't... It, they weren't actually fully around his, around his throat. Is it on um, his chest, more or less? On his chest. More of his chest. Top, but the, but the referee didn't get to see, the VAR didn't yeah. get to see that. I thought he went over to the pitch side monitor, didn't he? He, he didn't get to see those pictures, yeah. whereas he didn't get that angle. So I, it probably was a bit harsh. When when you first see it, if you raise your hands, you know, straight off. But if you look at it from a different angle, it wasn't as bad as it, as it looked yeah. from, uh, from that sort of be, just behind Casemiro. Yeah, definitely. If, if VAR are looking at that, like that short snippet of handbags. I mean, there's probably two or three worse instances than that bit before you get to that bit. Mm. It's like, so what, what, what is VAR doing? It's like, it's like he were targeted. So, oh, well, he's sitting his hands near his throat and we're only going to look at that now. It, they should have, they should have, he should have been throwing that card around that red card, three or four of them at least. And it, yeah, it's just no consistency again, once again. Uh, very, very harsh on Casemiro that I thought. Um, yeah, there's me defending a United player. <laughs> What's going on, <laughs> And uh, do you know, to be fair, I don't even think I put him in many sides. I think I might have put him in one. So it, and I, even that wasn't one of my top sides. So, yeah, but I just I just think it was harsh. Um, I wonder whether there's a case for appeal. 
I don't think so. Is it because I, it's got to be AI that is the appeal? Hands, they, they, they won't, they won't um, upset the, the referees by overturning that, will they? Because, mm. yeah. Look, interestingly, one, one final point on this, for me at least, is that I think if you've used three transfers already this month or more, I probably would keep him because of yeah. what you've said. You know, he'll still play the, against Barcelona next week and the week after. It's yeah. it probably doesn't make sense to take him out because you might need those transfers for a player that's not going to play at all if he gets injured. So certainly something to consider. Yeah, yeah, definitely. I'm yeah. speaking here. It's fifth of February. There's still the whole month to go. If there's a a, a big injury to a big player. Yeah, you need that. You need that flexibility. Casemiro's probably not an urgent replacement at this moment in time. Yeah, and um, just I just looked there. Um, when he comes back for the Newcastle game after the Barcelona, he plays the Barcelona game second leg. Then Newcastle's new weekend, he plays the uh, Carabao Cup final, and then he's got West Ham on the midweek in the FA Cup fifth round. So that's the double game week again for him. So it. He's so still got four fixtures. Um. Uh, She's got two yes, against Barcelona, yeah. Newcastle in the cup, and then the West Ham in the midweek. Yeah. So he's still out. Well, he's out, he's still out fixturing Matoma, isn't he? Yeah. Yes. Yeah, so Matoma will only have a single game against Stoke, and he'll have Newcastle and West Ham at home both games. Oh, sorry, not home. The Carabao Cup final as See. is at Wembley. And this is why you listen yeah. to the Dream Team Tonic podcast <laughs> for little bits of info like that. Uh, all of a sudden, Casemiro going from a right off to actually, he's still got more fixtures than most. <laughs> Even with a three game ban. Um, and he'll be fresh in them games, you know, he'll be having a rest every other, every other three days. So, yeah, happy days. There was another one there from Jordan Jackson uh, asking the same question as well, uh, saying a two game gain. So he's a must out. But yeah, um, hopefully you're listening and. Yeah, he's not doing too bad on the fixture count, Casemiro, even with a three-game ban. Right, next up, DT Patrick. Is there ever ever really a valid reason (laughs) to blow all five transfers first week of a new transfer month? Patrick, you are prolifically... I mean, yeah, you'll love to spunk a transfer or five, (laughs) don't you? I mean, we've seen it month month on month. Um... I, I, I was flicking through the Discord. I couldn't quite make out how many he's he spunked so far. Has he done five or has he done three? I think three? he's done five again. Oh. No. He, just can't, he just can't help himself, can he, that boy? <laughs> I, tried, <laughs> I, tried talking to, I tried talking him into like leaving his goalkeeper this week just because he has Jose Sarr in goal. And I was like, oh, just leave him, leave him for one week and keep the transfer back. But he like because of the fixture volume of De Gea against De Sar, which is understandable. He wanted to go De Gea. I know we didn't expect Sar to get a clean sheet against Liverpool, but he is one of those keepers that gets a star man in that and likes yeah. a lot of saves. So yeah. uh, and like goalkeepers don't get a lot of points usually anyway. So I, I, that's why I was saying just hold that at least one transfer back. But yeah, I think he, I think he's used them all. He's set himself up for the month, though. He's got, I think he's uh, set up on United that line. Yes, for them, isn't it? Now you're going to avoid any injuries or something. He avoided Casemiro. 
Yeah, he went for uh, Saka instead. Yeah. So lo- a longer term pick there, which was good. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Patrick, I mean, I've, I, I've done it in a few sides, but not ones that I'm actually hoping to do anything with. Um, yeah, it's it's very risky. It's very risky. You like at some point you're gonna have to you have to try and hold them back. You feel so much better for it, mate. Mm. <laughs> Honestly, just hold a few back. You feel so much more comfortable throughout the month. Um, to be fair to Patrick, though, I mean, I've done three. In my best side, that sit, sat 15th. I've done three. Um, I wanted to hold on to the Newcastle block as long as as long as long I could, which all it always put me in a position that I was going to have to use a few from this month's um, budget to to start moving on to United. So mm. I've done three. Um, but yeah, that, that that's all I'm planning. Nketiah, uh, he might be about fourth. I don't know. I think I'm going to stick with him because I made the punt now. I need to see it through maybe for just one more week and then and then reassess. But yeah, uh, there's never really a valid argument for making a five, I don't think. Patrick's... Oh, go on, sorry. Sorry, I was just going to say his team value must be poor as well because the, if you if you burn all your transfers in the, at the beginning of the month, you, you also don't have the ability to jump on players that have done well that week and ones that have, are dropping. Yeah. So if you just if you just burn all your transfers, so you, you're just not going to be able to make any of those moves either. So I imagine his team value is pretty poor. Yeah. Yeah, well, I mean, you'll be able to let us know about that, Patrick. Yes, um, it says James, who had four transfers left at the end of uh, last month. His pub team. Yeah. <laughs> I didn't need to make any. He can't be arsed using them. You had so, the luxury well of changing. The month before, you see, I didn't need to, to make any transfers. To be fair, that team is absolutely flying. Yeah. It's in the top 10K now. It was it was ridiculous. It was like 300, 400K. Before mm. before the World Cup, it's top ten k now. So yeah, and he's going through the luxury of switching from a Newcastle block to United block for the fixtures, hasn't it? Yeah, yeah, it does. So so I've 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 made all those. I've made I've done my block switch, and I've still got four transfers to to use yeah. for the rest of the month. So it's worked out very nicely. Mini wild card. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> Patrick's been back on. Do two away games in a double game week put you off? Especially if one of the games is in Europe, e.g., next game week Spurs are away to Leicester, and then three days later away to Milan. Is this significant factor to consider in your player planning, Ben? No, I, I, well, it depends on the caliber of player and and the the, the form that the player is in. Um, like you've got Harry Kane there or Rashford. If Rashford had two game away games, I'd still put him in because he's just playing unbelievably. And he's got the fixture count as well. Harry Kane as well. Like you said, any game he can score in. Two yeah. away games this week doesn't bother me. Oh, sorry. Uh, next week he's got Leicester away, which he loves playing against Leicester. Ah, uh, he loves it. What is his record? It's ridiculous. He's over 20 it's goals. Unbelievable. Unbelievable. How many and goals then, he scores against Leicester? Yeah, he's had a hat-trick and a, and a four-goal uh, game against Leicester. And he played for you, didn't he? Yeah, on loan, and he was dog. <laughs> dog shit. He was awful. It's like I don't know what happened. Yeah. It was like he, he was on loan to a load of championship clubs like Millwall, Leicester, 
And then he went back to Tottenham and Sherwood just put him in for the Europa League and he scored a couple of goals. And then he played him in the league and then he just started scoring. And I think it was 1.5 million on Dream Team at the time. And he just kept scoring and scoring. And then suddenly he's like, just he's basically just worked his socks off and perfected his skills. And now he's one of the best strikers in the world. Yeah. I just wish he was that good when we had Vert. Our playoffs, <laughs> we lost. We lost in the playoffs to Watford, Leicester, and we had Vardy, Drinkwater, and Harry Kane on the bench that game. <laughs> so, all went on to play for England. Yeah. Crazy. What do you think, James? Well, I think it's more of a cons- more of a factor when you- when you're considering defenses. I agree with what you said, Ben. Mm. Um, if you've got two two away games and um, and your defenders, you know, you, you're thinking about bringing a defender with two away games, I think that's more of a consider, consideration than maybe the attacking side. Um, but good players can score against anybody. So um, in Dream Team, generally, you're, you're picking top players. You, you don't have too... We're, we're now at a stage of the season where you don't have too many enablers. Mm. Um so yeah, it's not a huge factor for me, but but more on the definitely more on the defensive side, I think. Yeah, yeah, it's not one, not one for me. Like I say, top players they'll, they'll score points, they'll they'll get results against anybody. So yeah, I get where you're going from, Patrick, but I won't factor that in too much. Fixture volume, fixture volume all the way, whether they're away or at home. Um, Aman. Will being in the EFL final be a distraction for United and Newcastle in the games before Wembley? Good question. Um, ben, what do you reckon, mate? I think it could be for Newcastle because it's such a big deal for the for the city, and uh, uh, with it like not winning the trophy for so long, they've, and they've got literally haven't got a game like they've got a game once one a week, so they've like. They've got a long build-up to every match, but with Man United playing every three or four days, they don't have like time to think about the the EFL Cup final, and uh, they're literally playing Barcelona three days before they play the uh, Cup final, so they'll be concentrating on that because they've got a second mm-hmm. leg of the Europa League uh, last thirty-two, so they'll be concentrating on that, and then they just turn turn to the final. They won't be worried about that. obviously they're. They used to be playing. Well, I don't think recently they haven't been in a few finals for about four or five years, hasn't it been? But yeah, they they're a big club, so they used to be in, in big matches. Well, it was. <laughs> it's, still, it's been a while since United have uh, have got there. It was it was it uh, Mourinho that won the last um, trophy with them. Yeah, and he said yeah. he played with the biggest achievement. But finishing second was the biggest achievement in his career. Something towards those those lines that he, he made. But yeah, because yeah. they, they won the Europa League, didn't they, with uh, Ibrahimovic in the team. Um, yeah. And they won the uh, EFL Cup against Southampton, I think the same season. Yeah. He knew the rod set in there, did Mourinho, didn't he? I mean, like you say, United for United in the in the run to that game. Um, I mean, the, the, the players are going to have to be playing every three days, four days, whatever it is. Mm. They're, they're, they've got a lot of games to get through um, this month. 
and all the games are as important. You could probably say, all right, so the FA Cup one isn't. Um, where does that fall? But that falls after the Cup final. Yeah. Is it? Yeah, yeah. the West Ham games after the Cup final. So, I mean, you might see a bit of rotation in the West Ham game afterwards, but I can't see any... I can't see like it being a problem for us as dream team managers um, because I think there's every all them Premier League games on the run-up and the Europa League games, and they're important games to the club, especially for Newcastle as well. They're good in for them top four. They're not going to be resting any players. There's going to be full no. teams all the way up to that. I think what you might see from United is that cup game, West Ham. That might be... That might be the, the time when they rest a few and just say, you know what, let's throw a few youngsters in here. Let's give these lads a a bit of a week off kind of thing because they'll have played a hell of a lot of games in a, in such a short period. But yeah, in the run-up, I, don't, I, I think it should be all right. I'm on again. Uh, would you have Renan in your team and who to pick between Dalo and Aaron Wambasaka? I reckon James. Well, I've been wary of Varane because of his age and the fact he's a bit injury prone. So that he certainly would be—he would probably be my fifth choice United defender. Yeah. Um, yeah. I mean, and with with when it comes to Dallow, I mean, I wouldn't touch Dallow until he's played a game or two, um, see how he looks because the last he. he, he he might be one of these players now that just is going to keep breaking down because they keep bringing yeah. him back too quick. You've, we see it with the likes of Reese James in the past. Um, I'd like to see him get some couple of 90 minutes under his belt. Certainly one, at least one. Yeah. Um, so, I w- yeah, I would go... I'd probably still go Aaron Wambazaka at the moment because Dallow hasn't played, although he was on the bench yesterday. He didn't come on, though, did he? Yeah. No, I thought he would have sneak up pitch at some mm. point, but yeah, what do you reckon, Ben? I was surprised uh, Dallo didn't come on because um, he was saying that if he wasn't fit, he wouldn't be on the bench. He, they asked him if he was fit to play, and he said to play like a full match, and he said, oh, yeah, if he wasn't fit, he wouldn't be on the bench. Mm. So, but he didn't come on. Um, Varane's, Varane's been in my thoughts. Um, he wouldn't be in my ideal eleven if I had to pick an 11 now for Dream Team. But he's, if you're looking for a United block, um, definitely uh, in my thoughts. I've got a couple. I think I've got one. We have one team with a full five at the back, United block uh, with Varane. But yeah, Varane has been uh, used a bit loosely, hasn't he, lately? Yeah. Um, he's been rested. He's been brought off some games. But um, I they think they're just worried that he's going to break down again. Yeah, but um, he's definitely first choice uh, centre back with Martinez. Just yeah, uh, without a doubt, that's the, that, he's the strongest centre half burn they've had for quite a while, isn't it? Yeah, um, regarding Wambasaka, um, at the moment Wambasaka is is in my most my uh, most of my teams. Um, he's playing, starting the games, and even if he wasn't starting, I think he'd still come off the bench. For hopefully for five points if they get a clean sheet, yeah. just to give Dallow a bit of rest time because I don't think Dallow's will play full ninety yet. No. I wouldn't play him full ninety. I'd give him sixty minutes or something. Bring Wambasaka on. 
So even if he doesn't play the full match, he's still worth having your team cheap defender as well. Yeah, I think he's he, he's been playing really well, Wambasaka as well. Yeah. Even going forward, he's looked more of a threat um, the last few weeks. Definitely impressed. I think he's he's pretty much got all of that place at the minute. Mm. Um, if, it's, if, if someone had a gun to my head and said, you've got to put one of these lads in your team, who is it? I'd go Wambasaka. Um, just because they all broke down quite soon into his uh, reappearance last time. I think Wambasaka's. I mean, I think he's in that position now. I think it's his to lose. But we do know how well Dalo were playing beforehand uh, and how much of a, a goal threat he is. Um, it's uh, it's a tricky one. Um, Varane, yeah, I mean, he's made a wee to fix, isn't he? Well, <laughs> then you never know when he's going to break down. So, like you say, he's probably the, one of the last picks I will put into that United defence. I think he goes like Martinez nailed, solid as out, fit as out. Uh, Luke Shaw, obviously, he's, he's a good threat going forward as well. Uh, Wambasaka and Dalo for me, and then obviously De Gea. Uh, Varane, I probably won't touch. Uh, probably rather have three, three defenders. Yeah. So, Angu has been on on the Discord. Do we still see United block as best for February? Doubt's creeping already. We're on the 5th of February, one game in. Um, Casemiro's a big loss, which is true. Uh, and are Chelsea in anyone's thoughts? Um, yeah, United block's probably still the best, I, I feel. Uh, one game down, man sent off. Uh, I think if Kashmir haven't got sent off, I think they see that clean sheet out. Um, definitely. They've got the biggest fixture volume, the most chances of clean sheets. So, yeah, I still think United box the best, even though Kashmir is a loss. Um, and obviously, playing Barcelona twice could end up in a few minuses, but hopefully not. Um, Chelsea, for me... No. <laughs> um, that um, that lad who came in, who they brought in, uh, I, you know, I can't say his name. Is it Badi Ashili? Badi Ashili, yeah. He's not in the European squad. Yeah. Oh, crazy, that. And he's playing every game at the moment. Why wouldn't they put him in Europe? Because I suppose they've got to put Modric in because he's like 100 million or whatever. But, yeah. Um, yeah, it's a strange one, that. Maybe they're, and of course, Kula Bali's not playing at the moment. So yeah. you wonder whether he'll, he'll be used in Europe. It's bizarre. It's a crazy one. Kula Bali gets suspended in Europe or injured. You, you, you're leaving yourself short. I, I don't see how you can't play who seems to be first choice at the moment. I don't, I, I don't see how, it don't make any sense to me. Is it sort of it's for, of, sorry. I was going to say, is Fafana in the, in the, Champions League squad, yeah. I wonder. Yeah, it, it's, I it's it's the sort of thing you do on a uh, champ man, isn't it? And you sign too many players, and you can't fit them in the Champions League squad. <laughs> <laughs> yes, it's um, it's a strange one. So for that reason alone, Chelsea aren't in my thoughts because he was looking good, and he he, he was creeping onto like a watch list that I yeah. think enjoy. He, he was a good option, but then now. I mean, he's coming in and seems to have shored up that Chelsea defence. 
but then now in Europe they won't be playing him. So it, it, it could happen. So yeah, not in my thoughts. And yeah, United are the best spot in my eyes. What do you reckon, James? Well, um, City actually have the same number of fixtures as Man United for the rest of the month now. They've both got six. I think City's fixtures are actually better than um, than United's marginally. Um, but Man City don't look that don't look amazing at the back. I wouldn't be massively surprised if um, if Diaz and Laporte come back in at any time. Um, mm. Yeah, they, they didn't look great defensively today. Um, so yeah, it's a tricky one. I I think with some teams I'm going to go City, and in fact I have done that already with transfers I had left over. Yeah. Um, I don't think I'd be going Chelsea. They they this for the reasons that Tony said. Three of their next four, and there's only four games they've got in in um in February. Three of them are away from home as well. So, so that is. A small factor, um, and of course, the last one they've got is Spurs away. So, yeah, I probably wouldn't be going there. Obviously, if Reese James starts to uh, to show some form, you know, we know he can be explosive. I think he could be an exception, um, but not not at the moment. I'm not thinking about it. I'd probably I'd go with United as well. Although I do think City have the slightly better fixtures. Yeah. Yeah, we do. Um. Yeah, like you say, it's a tough one. Um, both have the same amount of fixtures now, but probably on paper, Man City have the better fixtures with um, them having the better cup fixture and the better European fixture. So they're more likely to progress. But United have the more settled back line compared to City. Like you said, Diaz Laporte could come in any time. You've seen Walker came in this weekend, so we yeah. don't really know. It, they have looked a bit more settled, though, City. Like I said, Kanji seems to always play. Ake's been playing a lot more, and he, he likes Lewis. So, um, yeah, I, I've i got my, my two best teams. My best team's got United block, and my second best team's got a City block. So, mm-hmm. I've edged my bets there. Yeah. So, yeah, they're, they're both got... The most amount of fixtures from now to the end of the month, so it's 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 just a tricky one. Like I say, yeah, can't can't pick one that stands out. No, we'll see by the end of the month, won't we? We know which one the best. <laughs> I mean, part of the question was um, Casemiro being being uh, being yeah. not there. I suppose that will make a difference potential to their solidity. Mm. Well, Sabitz is mm. going to come in now, hopefully. He could be yeah, a nice he's GP. A, 2.5 he's not million. Defensive midfielder, though, is he? No, but he can play anywhere in the midfield and he can play mm. as a second striker as well. So, but I don't think he'll play as a second striker. They brought him in as a as like a, a double pivot player to play the Ericsson role. Yeah. So he might play with Fred. Yeah, talented player. <clears throat> yeah. I had him in my Euro team, actually, um, when we did the Euros, and um, he, he was decent. And I, w- I watched him, and yeah, he looked like a good player to me. Yeah, good signing for United. Yeah. That very good signing. Five million in the game. Yeah, could be one to uh, add to that watch list. Right, flowerpot man's been on. <laughs> Please, can you all make the funniest sound that you can think of? That it has to come out of your mouth. Thanks. 
Ben. Oh. Well, I, I've I've got to be careful here because my baby's asleep upstairs. <laughs> <laughs> oh, right. What about this one? Who's <laughs> that? Rick Fleur. Yes. I got another one for you. Oh my <laughs> god. That is weird. What was that? That's like some of fucking Jurassic that's, Park. That's a predator. predator. Oh. <laughs> I, don't, I don't even know how you made that sound. Go <laughs> <laughs> on, James. That's pretty good. Pretty good. That's good. What's that? <laughs> <laughs> Oh, I've got. <laughs> uh, that's, that's, how many v- listeners do you reckon we've lost through through that question? Yeah. <laughs> in fact, oh, oh, family's looking through the window at me, going, what the fuck's going on in that room? <laughs> nice one for our pop, man. Anyway, back to business. <laughs> Aman, he's back again. Oh, no. Oh, no, don't ask. Oh, okay. no, Let's don't ask on. this. We're just going to end up fighting over this one. Yeah, we are. And, and to be fair, Pod's going to end up about two and a half hours long. All you're going to hear is Tony <laughs> slagging Cop off, James defending him. Oh, yeah. Is this the end of Cop at Liverpool? James. Oh, God. Uh, it's, no, it should be the end of some of the players, though, I think. Keep Klopp. Get rid of some of the players. Let him, let him rebuild in the summer, I say. <laughs> Starting with that midfield. Get Jude Bellingham in there. Um, Declan Rice, sorted. Get our injured, injured players back. Um, yeah. I think we'll, 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 things will turn around when we get a few of those injured players back. Um, Firmino has been... He's, he's like the glue in that side up front. He, he presses from the front. I think Salah's output could go back up if Firmino's back in there. So, yeah, I, I, I wouldn't get rid of Klopp. Klopp should decide when he wants to go. He's earned that right, in my opinion. No. <laughs> no. Definitely not. Definitely not. <laughs> go on, man. Yeah, it, it was the wind. There's the wind's fault and then we lose the game. <laughs> He doesn't make stupid excuses like that. Every week. <laughs> ha, 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 ha. Yeah, yeah. It's with the wind, I tell you. <laughs> oh, shit. <laughs> no. Uh, we start with it. I've, for me, he's lost that dressing room. And nobody wants to admit it. it it's like... Like you say, getting rid of the players and stuff. They're top drawer players. Top drawer players. Nunes were quality in Europe last year. He's come, kind of a barn door. Salah has dropped off the end of a cliff. Fabinho, he's, he doesn't look as solid as he once did. Van Dijk, 
looks uncomposed, as usually like the most composed centre half in the world. Uh, Trent, some of them videos of Trent this year have been absolutely embarrassing. Not just once, twice, it's like three or four times. There's been some proper embarrassing moments for him as a defender. Just, to, just to standing there and watching people, like the other, the other, the other team just run into his box, and he's like, he's like, he's, is he spectating or is he playing? Is he the right? What's he doing? I, I just think the dressing room's gone. In my eyes, it seems the dressing room's gone, and Liverpool fans, rightly or wrongly. They love Klopp, and don't get me wrong. On his early days, and if you're in charge of my team and my football club, I'd have loved him to bits. But it's slowly deteriorating now, to the fact that the excuses, like the wind, as Ben alludes to, there's always an excuse. And when you can sit there in front of the media and say, "We can't spend any money." We can't compete with teams after just spending ninety million on a striker. It's embarrassing. It's embarrassing, and I don't get it. I don't get it. It, it just, it's just like, just, just tell the truth. You've fucked up, and <laughs> you've lost a pivotal part of your team in Mane, uh, attacking down that left hand side. He was absolutely brilliant, Mane for Liverpool. Him and Salah were unbelievable, and there were a lot that pressing, that intensity that Liverpool had. Are in awe. When we were watching Liverpool at the best and, and they were winning the Premier League, it were unbelievable. They were like untouchable. Like you couldn't beat Liverpool because their intensity, their pressing was just so much, so much, nobody could cope with it. Compare that to a Liverpool you're seeing this season. Whether it's injuries, whatever it is, it doesn't matter. That Liverpool is not the same side. And that comes down ultimately to the manager who seems to have lost the dressing room. I, I, I think... He should go, which what which means they'll probably they'll probably end up keeping him and winning every trophy possible next season. But <laughs> uh, <laughs> yeah, it's just that, that's just my opinion. I I get why Liverpool fans are um, uh, what do you call it um, standing by him. Like, yeah, like they're, they're committed to him, and <clears throat> do you know what I mean? He's quite infectious, Copper. He was to begin with. He just slowly, as Aman says, he seems a broken man. He does. And and it seems a broken team. Is he the man to fix it? We'll see, won't we? We'll see. They were they were so close to uh winning a quadruple last year though, weren't they? Like they got to yeah. the Champions League final and they won the League Cup and the FA Cup. and they got so close to the, the title as well. The 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 high they were on last year is just like this year they've come crashing down. Obviously, a lot of injuries. Uh, Van Dyke's a massive injury, uh, massive miss for him. Like I think it was. He's when not he looked was injured, himself, has he? Yeah, he hasn't looked himself. But when he was missing last time as well, they went on this horrible run. It was a season that uh, Liverpool turned it on in the last ten games of the season, and they got they snuck, they snuck into the top four. Yeah, with Allison's. Um, yeah, Allison's goal. Allison's goal against West Brom. Yeah. Yes, yeah, so we could probably see him repeat of that. They could do it again, but it's just they need to. Um, what's the word? I can't think of the word. Um, but they need to get themselves back into gear again, and they could go yeah. on again and do it again. They, they so, up, 
Sorry, Van Dyke. Whilst he's not been on top form, mm. he is the leader at the back. Yeah, yeah. Um, Matip was horrific um, uh, at the weekend. Mm. He, Van Dyke's the guy who organises all at the back there. I mean, we were pretty bad when he was playing as well, but um, we were even worse without him. Yeah, um, he's, he may not be quite the player he was since Jordan Pickford crocked him. Um, <laughs> Oh, we got and we've got Everton next, of course. Don't forget. Uh, I really could game. do without it being that fixture next because with Everton, I'll be buoyed for that one. Oh and, God! Um, yeah, I'm not looking for I, worst time to play play Everton, isn't it? Really, let's be honest. They've come off the back of a win. Um, new manager, and they look good as well. They didn't rag that game. They played very, very well, Everton. They made Arsenal look very ordinary, didn't they? Yeah, they did. And to be fair, I've watched Arsenal do that to teams so much this season. Um, yeah, Everton played really well. They defended really well. Uh, they should have had three or four more goals, I think, Everton. Uh, I don't think that would have been, been uh, too kind to them. At, at least the games at Anfield, it's not at Goodison. Um, yeah. yeah, definitely. If it was at Goodison, I'd be like, oh, crap. Because, um, yeah, those fans are... They're going to be well up for that. Um, but, uh, yeah, no, it's at Anfield, so um, that bodes in our favour. We usually play better at Anfield, of course. So, yeah, we'll see. Yeah, it's going to take some to turn around the season for Liverpool. Obviously, expectations go... We are how Liverpool were playing. I like to say how close they were to winning mm. four trophies and expectations. And, uh, and you can see, like, they go up there, don't they? So high is that... For now, how Liverpool are playing, it's like, I mean, they're like, yeah, it's it's crazy, the difference. Chalk and cheese, it's, yeah. But we'll see what happens there, James. Um, I don't want to go too on about it too much, you know what I mean? I had a bit of a, I had a, bit of a rant in the Discord, and uh, <laughs> someone to just leave it at that, but I knew someone was probably going to ask that question about uh, Klopp. Uh, sticking to the Liverpool theme, Connor, to Salah or not to Salah? Do I cut my losses and accept it was a bad move putting Salah in or pray he gets a hat-trick against Everton and it looks like I'm a genius if it works out? Uh, James, would you go anywhere near Salah at the minute? Well, I've been saying for weeks I wouldn't touch any Liverpool players and, and certainly for the last <laughs> two or three pods I've done that uh, I wouldn't touch Salah either. Um no, I mean, there's better options out there. I, I, yeah. I would go. It's the the you're gonna have Harland and Rashford unless you're crazy, mm. as um, and uh, <laughs> and the other one's gonna be Kane, isn't it? Probably. So I don't see a place for Salah in in anyone's front three at the moment. Even if Enketia, I would have above Salah at the Ooh. moment. Perhaps when, yeah. well, like I said, when Firmino's back, it might be a different story, but um, we'll see. Yeah. Yeah, I totally agree with you, James. Yep, totally agree. Rashford and Haaland, uh, no-brainers at the moment. And then you've got one space left. So Kane's fixtures are looking beautiful for me. I think uh, they got Leicester away. AC Milan, who aren't doing too well in the domestic league at the moment. Uh, West Ham at home, which is a derby, but 
it's tough. And then Chelsea, both at home though. And then they've got the cup match, which is Preston, is it? No, they just beat Preston, didn't they? Oh, it's between Wrexham and Sheffield United, that was it. Yeah. Yeah. <clears throat> so, this month, I think Kane for me. And then, like you said, Enketi is my fourth choice. Yeah. Not to Salah is my answer. Yeah. Yeah. No Salah. No Salah. (laughs) I I think you're going to see some of you now from Liverpool. You've got to... I think... The worrying thing is that... And and this is probably the first time, maybe, maybe second, um, when Liverpool were playing at three o'clock against Wolves, I didn't even worry about the lineup. Mm. I didn't even check the Liverpool lineup. I didn't worry when the goals were going in, like when you're getting a goal alert from the, the Wolves game. I weren't thinking it was Salah. That's weird. That's weird because usually he's someone you've got to hide behind the sofa when you go without, but not at this moment in time. Um, obviously, wait for that to change because quality players, they don't, quality players and quality teams as well because they've got so many quality players at Liverpool. They won't stay down for too long. Um, it's just trying to time that um, when they do start coming back and start impressing again and start scoring goals, keeping clean sheets. It's uh, being on it at the right time. Right, Coles 1993. In what order would you prioritise City defenders if funds weren't a problem? Did you, I think you did this, didn't you, Ben, earlier? Um, uh, yeah, I think I did. Well, yeah, so Ake first for me, just because they're the goal threat. Uh, Kanji's probably more consistent in the team. He's been playing more, more games. But um, yeah, Kanji will be my second choice. And then Lewis. Uh, I wouldn't really want to go for any more defenders just because of the price of them. They're, they're a bit dearer. And uh, I'd like to use that money in the midfield and attack. Uh, <clears throat> if I was pushed, I'd, the fourth one would be Edison. But uh, like I say, there's cheaper goalkeepers out there doing better than Edison at the minute. And De Gea is four million, so he's got the same amount of fixtures. It's crazy <clears throat> we're talking about the City defence, and I've just hear, heard you say Aki, Akanji, I know Rico Lewis. They're the three, <laughs> and you've not said Ruben Diaz, Amerit Laporte, Walker. Yeah. I, it's crazy. I don't know. Crazy. Is that, is that the August, issue? I'll be like, Cancelo, Cancelo, Cancelo. Yeah, Cancelo, Ruben Diaz. <laughs> yeah. Lepore is probably nailed at left centre half and Walker right back. Yeah, crazy. What do you reckon, James? I had exactly the same order as Ben for slightly different reasons. Um, okay, because... I don't think he's got any competition now at left back. Um, and Akanji, because he's playing most games, and Lewis, because he seems to be a favourite. So, uh, yeah, same order as Ben. Yeah, I think without Lepore and Diaz being... We need to see what's happening with them. Is he going to bring them back in uh, to try and shore up that defence or try to bring a bit of solidity? Is he? We don't know. But at this moment in time, Akanji's... Massively in favour. Played nearly all of City's games. 
Ake, we've seen Pep uh, talk him up um, about being his best in-the-box defender. Um, and like I say, playing left-back, plays left-centre-half. There's multiple positions there for him and he, he seems to be doing all right. And Rico Lewis, I'm more impressed. Every time I watch him, I'm a little bit more impressed. Mm. I think he's got everything. Very, very good player. Very, very good. Uh, he deserves his place in the side and he's a snip. So I know you said about if funds weren't an issue, Coles, but I, I don't think funds are an issue because no. it's actually the cheaper lads that are, are getting the game time. Um, Yulapores, Diaz, even Stones, obviously out injured now. Yeah, Stones is out. Um, they're not. They're not the ones that are getting the game time. So the three lads there that we've all touched up, they're, they're the ones who are looking at for City at the moment. Obviously, that could change. Um, but yeah, at the moment in time. Right, Andy Barnett, City heavy defence and Man United heavy forward line, or vice versa. Or would you not go heavy at all and have multiple team assets in your squad? What do you reckon, James? I th- I, d- I don't know. Um, I think I don't. I wouldn't be going a heavy United forward line for starters because the only option there, in my opinion, is Rashford. Um, heavy City defence. Yeah, I would do that in a few sides. Um, probably only three defenders. I wouldn't go for the fourth one because you don't know who that's going to be. So it would be like we just talked about, Ake, Kanji, Lewis. Um, Yeah, nothing more to say on that one, I think. Ben? Yeah, it's pretty much uh, for this month. It's uh, City and United heavy for me. And then we've Harry Kane in there. Uh, obviously supporting the other two strikers, Haaland and Rashford. Yes, um, I would. There's not really anything interesting me from other teams at the moment. I've got my eye on Chelsea, but like they don't look very, uh, very good at the minute. They've obviously a new team, not a new yeah. players. Um, they're out of the FA Cup as well, so that they're going to be short on fixtures. Yeah. We always go on about this down we fixture count, but it does mean a lot in Dream Team, the extra games. But um, yeah, so City and United heavy for me at the moment. Um, doesn't really matter defensively if you want to go City or United, or you can go a bit of both just to protect yourself. Um, yeah. Depends what you're going for. If if you're winning your mini leagues, you just you can protect yourself and have a bit of both. Or if you're trying to get up the leaderboard. Like Tony is, you can go one way or the other. You can go United or City. It just depends what you fancy. Yeah, I already got burnt by City earlier in the season, just before the World Cup. So yeah, you did. Yeah, I remember. So I've gone United this time, mm. um, which probably means it's going to swing the pack the other way. But yeah, I, it's one of them. Obviously, City conceded again today. United conceded. United have the second fixture this week, so we'll, we'll see how that goes. Um, I think, like I say, it's just even or. I mean, there's no right or wrong way. We'll find the right or wrong way after the month's out. Yeah. Um, if you go one way or the other, you, you're not making a bad decision. 
um, mix it up. City and United have majority of those players in your team for this month and you won't go far on. Um, definitely rank-wise, anyway. So, yeah. We're all back to square one anyway, aren't we? Because, like, Newcastle conceded, Arsenal yeah. conceded. Yeah, every, uh, everyone conceded. <clears throat> Just Chelsea so got a clean sheet, didn't they? But, like yeah. I said, Badi Ashili is not going to play in the Champions League. Reese James and Chilwell are, like, made out of paper. Yeah. So, we don't know yeah. how long they're going to be in the team for. And Thiago Silva is ridiculously expensive. Yeah, and he's a, and he's like fifty. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's it's uh, yeah, it's one of those, isn't it? Um, not many other options really. Um, Baz Bestos, like hearing from Baz, is Grealish becoming a viable option? For me, um, no. For me. No. No. No way, jo- no way, Jose. There's two ways of looking at this from my perspective. Mm-hmm. One is the negative. He's averaging over the, you know, the last sort of five, six games about three points per game. Yeah. Um, in the last three, he's averaging 3.3 points per game. The other way of looking at it is in the last five games, he's only blanked once. But... That was in the other in the four that he got, which was five points against Man United, three against Wolves, five against Arsenal, two against Spurs. He's ticking along now, but he's not he's not been explosive in any game this season, mm-hmm. um, apart from one where he, he's got thirteen against Wolves in game week seven, and that's it. He's getting twos, threes, and fives. Yeah. Um, I think there's better options out there at the I moment. Think, Although they do have some great fixtures coming up, so it could turn around. I think Pep needs a slap. <laughs> I think <laughs> Pep needs a slap. Sort your defence out. Sort your attack out. Put Foden back in. Play your best defenders, Laporte and Diaz. That that was it. A couple of the last few seasons, Diaz was the best defender in the league. Wasn't he? And then the season before, Laporte was the best defender in the league, but he yeah. got injured the season Diaz signed. So yeah. it's just he's messing about with it, tinkering with it too much. Just play your best players. He's just got to. He must have like problems with them all, falling out <laughs> of everyone. I think he could be the next one going, isn't it? Like Klopp, Klopp, if your Klopp's falling out of his team, I know Man City's ticking along, they're doing well, but they're not. They're not impressive at the moment, are they, City? No, they're not. They're not. Has he got like three attractive daughters? Pep Guardiola. <laughs> and all the team keeps sleeping with them. <laughs> it's, it, yeah, he, he's falling out with everyone, isn't he? And yeah, some of the decisions are strange. Grealish, like you say, he's, he t- he's ticking along nicely. Is he going to, is he going to ever um, get 10 pointers, 13 pointers consistently? No, I don't think so. But he he's doing all right, and and we folded on the naughty step. I mean, Greenwich has got free reign now; they're on left hand side. He's playing every game, um, and he, he he looks good. He looks good. He's he's playing well, Greenwich. Yeah. He just hasn't got that killer instinct. But, yeah, it's that end bit. It's that it's that like yeah that that he, instinct he looks- of. He looks like a number eight playing on the wing. Like, yeah. Why are you playing out there? You're not 
you're not getting in the box. You're not. Mm. You're not getting on the end of stuff. You need. Yeah. He's like he, he can he can create stuff. I I would play him further. I play him in midfield. Me. Yeah. But, but um, he played on the wing for Villa as well, didn't he? But he was more than he was like the main man at Villa. He's yeah. not the main man at City. That I don't know. I just I think he needs to play further back and be more of a creative player. Yeah. And then get Foden out on the left wing. He's definitely got the quality to do that. He's he's an unbelievably talented talented player. Um, yeah, just not not seeing that as a dream team asset. He just, he just yeah. It's one of them you'd own him, and he's like he's so close to doing it, but yeah, he just doesn't quite do it. He'd just be frustrated. So no, no, Baz, it'd frustrate the hell out of me. Um, yeah, not yet. Let's see what happens with him. Matt Woolley, is Kane essential for the rest of February? For my teams, I'm likely to go Casemiro to Kane, having maximised United players going into February, which included Kane out. So he's already had Kane out, and now he's going to go Kane back in. Is he essential, then? Well, it's hard to say essential, but um, yeah, he probably is. If you're having a front three, he's probably... In- It'd be in my front three. If I pick a team now, I'd have him for the rest of the month, especially with that Wrexham Sheffield United game at the end of the month. Yeah. Uh, obviously, Leicester as well. Loves Leicester. Oh. <laughs> yeah. Um, what do you think? Because you went Nketiah this weekend, didn't you? Yeah, I went. So, obviously, I did the Sun punt against Preston, which yeah. bumped, me back, uh, bumped me up to eighth in the overall leaderboard. And then I thought... Let's go another one. One more. <laughs> I thought, because I mean, you've got to, I, it's pointless yeah. me just, at some point, so we have to take risks mm. to try and win it. I, I want yeah. to win it. I want to come in the top five or win it. Um, so, Nketiah, yeah. I, I kind of talked myself into it because I was sending stuff onto, the, on, onto our WhatsApp yeah. group and there weren't much response. Apart from, and then James packed in towards the end, didn't you, mate? I did, yeah. I'd woken up by that point. Yeah. <laughs> I was kind of like sending it all in, and the more I was looking at him, I'm like, do you know what? He's a good option. He scores shitloads, 58 points in seven game weeks or something like that. Um, he, put, he would play 90 minutes every single game. Hmm. Because at first I thought Martinelli, but then now Trossard's in, Martinelli's going to be getting took off that pitch quite often. Um, I. I, and I just thought Nketiah, yeah, Everton away. Hopefully they don't have the new manager bounce. It's been pretty shit. Arsenal have been very good. Mm. And then they've got a double next week. Yeah. So in my eyes, I thought there's three games there. Everton, then they've obviously got, is it Brentford, then Man City midweek. So three games. And then you compare that to like, because my other option was take some out. So we either take Son out and put Harry Kane in, or I take Son out and put the United defender in. But then I thought I'm only missing out on one game, and it could be different. It could be a big differential and a nice explosive player to to hopefully just get me a thirteen pointer or something. Be nice. Didn't work out that way, but <laughs> that's yeah, uh, but that's what I hope for. only got eight points, didn't he? So it's not that. Yeah, not all lost. It basically, my gamble, my gamble has cost me eight points. Depending on what I do with it next weekend, um, I like to think I stick. 
probably won't take him out. So, yeah, I've got a threat watching Kane again next week because he's quite, I think it's about 50 or 60 teams mm. in top 100 have him. Uh, Harry Kane. It's horrible not having him. Yeah, it is. <laughs> I, I mean, I've sat on here weeks and weeks saying yeah. about Harry Kane and not having Harry Kane, but just at some point you've got to take them risks. Yeah, I, I don't. I don't want to just. I don't want to finish tenth. Yeah. Um. I want to try and win the thing. So. And we'll, Tony, we'll it, it wasn't really a, a a punt, really, was it? It was like he was the fourth choice striker. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Yeah. It's I not mean, the stats didn't lie. No. 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 It's not something where it's like a yeah. desperate attempt at grabbing someone out of thin air just to be different. Yeah. I mean, the stats, uh, the fixtures really, they're not the worst. He, mm. he has three games in two weeks. Yeah. Uh, Harry Kane has three games in two weeks. Son had three games in two weeks. Who do I fancy? Well, I'd be a bit different. I'd go to mm. Nketiah just to try and give me that little boot, bit of a boost. Yeah, not, not paid off so far, but who knows what happens against Brentford the weekend. Exactly. We'll see. So, But yeah, I mean, Kane, yeah, he's always essential. Always essential. So, <laughs> as silly as that sounds, that me saying that, but yeah, you got to have Kane. Um, go for it. He, he's always someone who's going to just score out of nowhere against any team. So, yeah, stick with him. John David, only one question on everyone's lips, definitely on my lips. Please explain how Shaw hasn't got an assist today. He did get an assist. He got given an assist. And he got taken away. And it weren't just in this format of the game, was it? I'm pretty sure I've heard it's been removed in Sky as well. Yeah, I heard it got removed in Sky. And it's absolute tosh. He's played that ball in. He's been buried. Mm. How's it not an assist? I have no idea. It must have taken the slightest of deflections. That's the only, the only reasoning that I've seen it not given before is that a slight deflection. It doesn't matter how slight it is. If it's deflected in any shape or form, they won't give it. That's they do in FPL (laughs) um, as an FPL assist, as it's called. Yeah, but not in other formats, no. But like, imagine right. You're having a shot at goal, and you shot for the left hand side of the goal. It's hit a defender and gone in the goal. Still, you still get the goal because it was on target. Yeah, exactly. So yeah. his cross was on target, and it's touched touched him slightly. The defender, and it's still <sighs> gone to the target who he's crossed it to. So I don't see how it was. It wasn't an assist. Yeah, it's frustrating that. That's, it is frustrating because it's probably not just two points. It's probably five points up. Yeah. There's a rating, yeah. and like you say, for people who've probably, I mean, you went from Danburn to Shaw, mm. so that's I think Danburn got eight, Shaw should have had five, mm. and it's not so big of a deal, then is it? It's yeah. So, to answer your question, John, we don't bloody know, <laughs> it, 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 it must have been a deflection, like I say, but it's just so harsh. It's it's poor. It, I mean, he's literally even, just crossed the ball to Rashford and Rashford put it in. Even on match of the day, it said assist, sure. 
Yeah. Everywhere I've read assist shot. Yeah. Everywhere. Other than obviously Dream Team took it off him and I sit on Sky, they removed his assist as well. Mm. Everywhere else, it's an assist. Did you get assist in Telegraph? Uh, yeah, he did, yeah. 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 So, right. Anyway, I could moan about that all night. So, <laughs> and we don't want to put that in with the cop. Otherwise, we will be uh, we will be here all night. Let's have a quick run through of all the three mini leagues. Um, are we doing a top eleven tonight, or is it a top ten? Or <laughs> James, you want to have a go? <laughs> Do you want to go through the uh, the top uh, top ten of the Dream Team Tonic Cash League, mate? Yeah, sure. In tenth, Harry Jones. Ninth, Tom Brinley. Eighth, Dan Bartlam. Seventh, Andy Allett. Sixth, Stephen Williams. Fifth, Lee Watson. Fourth, Tom Brinley. Fourth, third, Andy Allett. Second, Simon Davies. And top of the shop, Anthony Sutcliffe. Wee. Still there, still there. Without Harry Kane as well. Let's sort that, sort that out. Um, right. Next one, Ben. Yeah. No, I, no, I'd probably be best. I'll read this one out. <laughs> the DT Tonic Patron League. Uh, in tenth, we've got Amandeep Tatler. Mm. In ninth, Tom Brindley. In eighth, Mike McKee. In seventh, Nicholas Steetham. In sixth, yours truly, Anthony Sutcliffe. In fifth, Wayne Foster Crouch. In fourth, Stephen Broughton. Third, Jake Bevan. Second, John Mellier. And top of the shop still is Lee Uten with well 1474. Well done, Lee. Right, the second, the second chance tonic cash league. Um, ben? Yeah? Do I give it a read, mate? I will. <laughs> <laughs> you lucky bugger. So, 10th <laughs> place, we have Mark McKee. Joint 8th, we have Tom Brindley and Andrew Haynes. 7th place, Stephen Holt. 6th uh, place, Phil Russo. 5th place, Andrew Haynes. 4th place, me, Ben Lee. And <laughs> how the hell have you managed this? I don't know. I don't know. Third place on 383 points, Tony Sutcliffe. Second place on 391 points, Tony Sutcliffe. And top of the shot on 398 points, Tony Sutcliffe. <laughs> it's a fix. It's a Unbelievable. Fix. That's, that's brilliant, that. You must be buzzing. Well, it's very close up there. It's still early doors in that league, definitely. So close. What is it? Top 10 are separated by 33 points. So, but yeah, it's nice to have uh, three teams up there to have a play with. Um, Yeah, all good. Let's get get to the next league, Ben. The, uh, The differential league. Do you want me to read this one out? We've not we've not done the differential differential yeah, league done it in a while. So new choices for January. 
sorry, the choices for January was um, Fergie Adekanji, who got him 15 points, so he's around 41. James, you had Mares last last month. You got your whopping 42 points. I'm back in the game, boys. You are back in the game, mate. <laughs> Believe you, we had a new total of 52. I had Alvarez, who got me 18. Not great, but not as bad as Fergie. <laughs> 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 uh, so that leaves me on 61 points. The community had a really nice month as well with Fernandez. He got them 38 points. Left them on 72. Top of the shot. Ben, you had Nathan Aki, who got you a nice 23 points, leaving you on your total with 86. You're smashing it there. Get smashing um, Obviously, <laughs> we made our February picks. Um, so, first pick, there? obviously, was Fergie. He yeah. went with... Who did you go with, James? Martinez. You went with Martinez, yeah. Martinez. James, you went with... Mares. Mares. Again, you can't do that. Yes, I didn't know. Is that back-to-back? Mares is... I checked the rules and... Um... <laughs> I think the can you did that until oh. just now. <laughs> yeah. Oh, dear. Because that you said to me, oh, you can pick Matt, you can pick Aki again, and I thought, oh, I picked him last month. I can't pick him again. <laughs> <laughs> I I I've made a master master class of a pick. Casemiro. Minus hey, three. minus three to start the month for Tony. Happy <laughs> days. Uh, the community they voted in. Luke Shaw. Luke Shaw. Who uh, got robbed of an assist? So they'll be fuming. And Ben, I went with in the mud trick. In the mud trick. <laughs> yeah. So zero points for him as well. Hooked at half time. <laughs> <laughs> I've jinxed him. He's just warming up. He's just warming up. So that's all for this week. Um, you know, I don't have to like remember to say, you know, like, subscribe, and I've already done it all, Anna, in the intro. Yeah. But, yeah. But, but make sure you do. Remember, free trial starts 6th of Feb. Uh, so if you're, if you're listening to this and it's the 8th, 9th of Feb, um, just, you can still, you can still get involved, can't you, James? Yeah. Um, so it will start from, um, Monday the 6th, and it will run for a whole week. So get involved um, and um, give it a try. It's free, a free trial. If you don't like it, you can cancel um, before the seven days is up and you won't be charged. So you get to read all that great content that we've just put out there. Um, there's at least three, four, maybe five new, five new, five new articles on there, actually, um, posted in the last few days. And, um, yeah, it's really good value. Less than a... Co- coffee, Costa coffee in a in a muffin. It is. A or shall it I is. say a Morrison's coffee? As I was yeah, telling you, Morrison's coffee. Oh. Ben goes to go out on piss and ends up in Morrison's. <laughs> <laughs> I've never heard a story like it. Um, but yeah, like, like you say, I I think the value as well, not just the articles and and the other things, the early access and whatever else, but that Discord. There's a group of cracking lads on there uh, and lasses. Um, and 
it's just so much help. You'll yeah. see it. Join the free trial, you'll see it. I don't have to sell it myself. Come Some on, top try managers it. in there, isn't there? Yeah, definitely. Some top dream team players top who will, uh, will improve your game. Improve your game, improve your decision-making. Um, yeah. Cheers, lads. It's been a, a cracking pod. Um, yeah. Good night, chaps. Cheers, Good night. everyone. Thanks for listening.